You're listening to Brandcast around the world with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me on Brandcast around the world with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. It is November 8th, Monday morning. Hopefully, you're all having an awesome Monday morning. Are you wide awake? <laughs> If you're not, you definitely should be now. So lots going on in the world today that we've got to talk about. And yes, of course, I've got a haircut. Um, I realize a lot more of my forehead is exposed than usual, so we're going to have to get used to it. I definitely am uh, looking in the mirror. This is a haircut uh, looking towards the Dick Grayson role that I will be playing. Uh, supposed to look more like a New York police officer, I guess kind of that Italian guido look is what we're going for so hopefully uh you guys all get used to it and enjoy it looking in the mirror is definitely a new thing for me lately plus styling it uh i find hairdressers always know how to style everything way better than i ever could um so unfortunately some really bad news uh over the weekend the astro world festival run by travis scott and his team uh very very tragic event if you haven't heard this it is a big musical musical festival which brings together thousands and thousands of people. And unfortunately, this weekend, uh, from what we're hearing, they're still looking into this. Apparently, somebody in the crowd was injecting the concert goers with some unknown drug, which was making people uh, go into cardiac arrest or pass out in the middle of the concert, which created this big uh, trample of people in chaos and them all being terrified. They all started to stampede and try to run and leave the concert. And many, many people were injured and killed uh, within this festival, which was really, really crazy. Um, the concert was, uh, or sorry, Travis Scott was performing at the time when this happened. And apparently the promoters asked him to stop, which he replied with, who asked me to stop? Who asked me to stop? Y'all know what I came here to do, and uh, they didn't stop the concert, which led to these mass casualties. Uh, Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner confirmed that while the age of one fatality remained unknown, other victims were 14, 16, 21, 21, 23, 23, and 27. The cause of the deaths were not immediately known following uh, what has been referred to as a mass casualty incident. In a press release announcing the lawsuit, Henry noted, uh, actually, well, I'll get into this as well, uh, Drake and Travis Scott, who were performing at the time, did not cease the performance, which has now led to a lawsuit where, um, I guess the defendants or whatever you, the reverse of that is, are asking for, uh, a million dollars from each artist. Um, Travis Scott has posted several times saying that, you know, he, he feels so bad about the situation. I feel like he probably didn't know what was going on when somebody's like, I'll oh, stop the show. It's that kind of punk rock, rebellious, young uh, vibe to be like, you know, fuck whatever's going on. Because they probably thought it was nothing of big uh, concern. Although, when you start to see ambulances uh, mowing through the crowd trying to help people, which apparently did happen. They had uh, ambulances coming in. He still went on with the concert. So I don't know what's going to happen here. Definitely lawsuits uh, pending. Uh, really tragic that people this young lost their lives at an event that is meant to be so fun. Um, I just think it's really, really, really sad. 
But um, that's life, I guess, in a nutshell. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Uh, not that that's really a way to put it, but um, it kind of sucks when you go to a concert and you expect to have a lot of fun. And somebody, I don't know what's wrong with people these these days. I don't know if there's something that's going on back in the day too, but it's like, I feel like it's, it's almost scary to, att- to attend a concert in the United States at some points where people are injecting people or there was a sniper rifle at a Las Vegas concert a few years back. It's quite terrifying. Um, and now, like I said, the lawsuit that's coming out of this, I don't know how uh, Travis Scott and Drake are going to respond. They have yet to respond about this. Uh, I really don't think it's about money, though. It really shouldn't be at the end of the day, but it's funny that, uh, of course, it'd be a lawsuit coming out immediately. Uh, what do you guys think? If somebody you loved was in this tragedy, would you want to um, seek some sort of reparation for that? Would you want the money? Do you think the money would help you heal? I feel like the money wouldn't really do anything at that point other than maybe like a little bit of vengeance in a point to the artist. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Suing them each for a million dollars is probably not a lot of money to them. Uh, I'm sure they've got from that concert alone earned quite a bit. So we'll see what happens. Really, really, really unfortunate. Um, little problem in space. Moving to something a little bit more lighthearted. Astronauts on the SpaceX, I believe, or um, Tesla run a company by Elon Musk. SpaceX astronauts are having toilet issues and having to use depends. Uh, SpaceX astronauts will be wrapped up during their flight back to the International Space, uh, Space Station sorry, in diapers. Those pesky toilet issues that plagued a previous flight back in September are back with a flourish. Turns out the toilet is broken again. So without proper receptacle on the Dragon capsule, the crew will have to resort to cruder methods of release. Well, that's embarrassing. What Some of the most intelligent people on the planet going out into space, uh, and we can't even provide them with a, a toilet, so they have to shit themselves? Shame on you, Elon. You've got enough money uh, to take care of this, don't you? Actually, uh, kind of transitioning between stories here, between the astronauts shitting themselves and uh, Jake Paul... Kind of the same thing, you know, shit and Jake Paul. Uh, Jake Paul has offered up $10 million if uh, Elon Musk will donate the $6 billion that he previously said he would uh, to world hunger. So Jake Paul has entered the race, and I feel like we're going to see a lot of celebrities starting to kick in on this, saying, oh, yeah, I'll give 50 bucks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which is great because if we end world hunger over some kind of meme-type Twitter thread, that'd be really cool. It'd be interesting to see that be the new trend. I noticed for a short period of time on Instagram, a lot of people were tagging random charities under every single post that they had. So people with a couple bucks, if they like the post, they could donate. And I thought that was really cool. I think that's a trend we should keep up. Uh, if you have an Instagram, maybe perhaps post a charity if you can do that. I don't know if uh, personal accounts are allowed to do that or only business accounts. But if you can, post to a charity so that every single time we post, we can start uh, donated, donating to causes that we uh, love or care about or want to see uh, do better. I think that's a, a good good trend that we could see. Make memes go viral that help other people. Let's see if uh, we can get Elon Musk to do that alone. Uh, do you guys think Elon Musk is going to go ahead and spend this $6 billion? I feel like somebody could provide him with some sort of uh, receipt for it if he was really just asking for receipts to see where it's being spent. I don't know if it'll solve world hunger, but he may definitely do uh, something large with that money being donated. So hopefully they do, and hopefully Jake Paul loses a lot more money. That would be great.
I'd be happy with that. Big thank you to Derek. Let's send the SpaceX astronauts a brand B toilet plunger. That would be great. It doesn't, would it work though? If you plunged, I feel like if you plunge in space and the shit got out, you would be in a lot of trouble. And I mean like a lot of trouble. It would not be a good time. Little particles of shit floating everywhere. You couldn't sleep anymore. You'd have to like put a mask on your face, which I guess, well, even in space, they're hiding from COVID. Uh, something kind of tragic as well that uh, I didn't even hear about. It hasn't really been making its way around the news, unfortunately, or from what I've heard. So um, tourists scrambled to safety after deadly daytime shooting on Mexico Beach. A deadly shooting between suspected drug dealers on a Mexican beach Thursday afternoon sent locals and tourists scrambling to safety. Imagine being on vacation and all of a sudden, you know, you see Pablo Escobar type just pull up with a bunch of machine guns and machetes and just start having it out while you're on the beach. I don't know what I would do. Like maybe just go in the water or something so that they can battle it out for a bit. But I wonder what the, like maybe they'll mistake you in the water and start shooting at you. But I've heard that bullets become ineffective after about like three feet of water. So if you've ever watched John Wick, you know that's true. I'm learning just in case I ever get caught in a cartel beach uh, shootout. Uh, from the looks of it, nobody was hurt, maybe other than uh, the cartel themselves, the drug dealers. But from the looks of it, everybody got away. Um, about 15 people arrived on the beach to assassinate two men who had showed up saying they were the new dealers in the area. That's how you do it. If you're going to be a cocaine dealer, announce it. Don't, don't you know, establish your business first or try to gain some stronghold. Just walk into the place and say, mine. I'm sure that's going to work really well, especially when everybody has guns. Uh, you know, I guess they, they thought maybe going to a public place like a beach would be a better way to avoid conflict, or they thought maybe nobody would open up fire in the middle of a beach, forgetting that these Mexican cartels um, kill police officers, kill mayors, uh, send heads to people, send fingers, you know, of, of relatives. They're crazy. It's really crazy. I'm kind of glad I don't live in Mexico, uh, because it seems Coke runs everything. And I mean, Coca-Cola and cocaine. Coke is also a really big problem in Mexico. Apparently everybody drinks Coke because it's more readily available in some areas than water and more affordable, which is crazy. But Mexican Coke is a lot better than the traditional uh, Coca-Cola you can get anywhere else because it does have cane sugar. Uh, next up in cancel culture, don't know if anybody's heard this, uh, getting ridiculous again, where this small group of people, mostly on Twitter, trying to get rid of everybody else in the world over whatever controversy they can find because of anger issues. Uh, Chris Pratt went to bed upset, depressed amid healthy daughter controversy. So Chris Pratt the other day posts on Twitter uh, saying that, you know, thank you to my wife uh, for giving me this beautiful, healthy daughter. And of course, Twitter found a way to make that a really arrogant, rude, selfish thing, because apparently um, he has a son who has some health issues with his past relationship. So people took it as a slight as him saying, like, well, thanks for giving me a good one instead of a, you know, a health ridden child and I don't think he meant that at all I think he was just praising his wife uh, being that he's a very Christian fellow so he went to bed depressed last night because of these people all over the world just throwing shade at him I think uh, Chris needs to realize like I said it's a very small group of people that are just pissed off about things because mostly there's no they have no time to do anything else there's nothing else going on in their life so you might as well sit on Twitter and be pissed off 
Uh, if it was something worthwhile, I'd say, yeah, Chris, feel bad about yourself. But in my opinion, I think you're good, dude. I think uh, you celebrating life and celebrating a happy, healthy daughter is a wonderful thing. I hope everybody has that opportunity. And if not, you know, unfortunately, those are part of the circumstances. But I don't think he meant it as a slight. But it also does bring to light that maybe you have to be careful with your words. Because if you were that other child... And uh, you were old enough to read that, you might take it as a, a certain uh, negative, which I could see for sure. But I don't think Chris had any intention of um, trying to hurt other family members. But maybe, maybe he did. How do how do I know? But from the sounds of it, I don't think he did. Uh, it seems like he's he's trying his best to keep up. Said I went to bed last night, uh, really kind of upset and depressed, and I woke up feeling crappy, and I didn't want to go uh, work out. The Guardians of the Galaxy star said. The other thing about that is, why would you uh, tell people how you're feeling then? Maybe if you're feeling so depressed, it's time to get off social media. This is part of the problem. Chris said, I knew that if I put on my Christian music playlist and I got out of the got out of the woods and ran, that I'd feel better, and I just didn't want to, and I did it anyways, and my gosh, I was right. It felt amazing. Well, there you go. There's a little uh, shout-out to working out. Working out makes people feel great, so uh, definitely work out. I bet you didn't know that toast came in three flavors. Sorry, I just had to use that. Anybody ever seen the movie Disturbing Behavior? Came out uh, many, many years ago. Um, I know some of the actors became famous. I couldn't tell you what their names are. The guy from Sonic, he was in. He was the police officer in Sonic recently. He was in that movie. Um, yeah, and some other people that are cool. So that, uh, that seems to be a lot of what's going on in the world uh, right now. I don't know if you guys were tuning into my Instagram the other day, though. I'll ramble on a little bit here because we did a live session where we were sitting at the table discussing our next project that will be coming out, hopefully in a few weeks. It turned out to be a little bit bigger of an idea than we originally thought, but that's okay. I think uh, it leaves the chance for us to create some viral content, some funny content coming up for you as well. Uh, so this haircut is also a test, like I said, for Dick Grayson coming up as we're moving a lot more forward with that. It's very, very, very exciting to see other people getting excited about the Dark Knight Until Dawn film coming out uh, probably next year. Um, I'm thinking actually October uh, 2022. I know I've, we've kept pushing it back. We kept doing whatever. But it also went from a you know 10-minute idea to something much larger. I'm hoping to meet this week, if I can, if Jessica's listening, hoping to meet with uh, Sean Hamilton this week to go over some armor for some different uh, characters. And I'm hoping by New Year's, I need to set a schedule for myself. I really need to start setting some specific deadlines, and I'll go over that with the team and Derek. Um, but hoping by New Year's to have a poster out. A uh, poster would be really cool to start getting some hype out there. And maybe, um, well, I won't say too much about it. But definitely keep your eyes peeled on different Instagrams, different accounts uh, that everybody that is involved with this project. We're going to be kind of splitting up the clout by uh, releasing limited or exclusive sneak peeks behind the scenes on everybody's separate Instagram accounts or Facebook accounts or YouTube accounts. So you have to kind of keep your eyes peeled as we'll be doing a little Riddler reveal where you got to kind of find the clues to figure out things or see things that other people haven't. Uh, definitely promise you that this film is going to be next level. I won't swear there. I won't swear. Uh, but it's going to be next level in the sense that I think um, when I wrote the first script, which I might just put online for shits and giggles if you're a member of the website or, or a member of uh, Patreon, 
or the channel. I'll put out the first script. I think I should. Why not? It's very, 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 very different from what uh, developed into now. But I think it gives you an idea uh, of some of my writing style, which might be interesting for some of you to read. But that script started out very basic. I noticed when I was watching other fan films on the internet, a lot of them are just uh, generic. Batman, you know, uses his uh, his batarang, comes in and punches people, uses the growly voice. And I thought to myself, you know, it's been done, it's been done, it's been done. When you when you look at great directors like Christopher Nolan, uh, who did a Batman flick and, and Inception and different things, and he comes up with really uh, deep ideas. I wanted to make a film that, like, when you if, if it were in theaters or when you're done watching on YouTube or streaming or wherever, I want afterwards, if you're with people, to go like, holy shit, do you think this about this character or what do you think about that? I, I almost want to leave you with a sense of awe or questions or furtherness. Um, the one disappointment, and I'm going to be quoted saying this now, is that I will never, ever, 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 no matter how good it is, you hear this from me right now, I will never make a sequel. Um, that doesn't mean somebody else couldn't take it over, but I will personally leave it where I want to leave it, feeling like that's where I want to end the story. Uh, it does, you know, I feel like it gives you the fulfillment. I feel like it gives you everything that you need, and it's going to be really exciting. There's something for everybody. I feel like you don't even have to be a Batman fan at all to enjoy uh, what will be coming your way. I promise you... Um, I, I can't give away specifics. I almost want to say like this type of group of people and this type of group of people, but no, uh, everybody's in there without it being one of those pandering to uh, society, like uh, one of those, um, oh, you know, we have to have this person doing this because culture de demands that. Like, no, we actually have badass characters that belong in a universe because they naturally exist. But I find there's such diversity in that because we've uh, we've taken a look at all the characters on different aspects and gotten to learn or understand more about them by uh, like actually looking at real life or looking at circumstances and thoughts or trying to speak with uh, even some of my police friends. I'm like, all right, how does this all work? You know, trying to keep it somewhat realistic while living in this uh, really awesome fantasy world. So the story is about a um, masked vigilante who's actually a murderer going around trying to eliminate all of uh, Gotham's notorious uh, criminals or heroes. Uh, so the GCPD, the Gotham City Police Department, is looking for this serial killer alongside Dick Grayson, who is now no longer Nightwing, but a detective. So we're losing some aspect of the superhero-ness while um, we're, we're still leaving it on there because there is a call for Dick to become Batman to try and take out this new threat. Anyways, I promise you this film is going to be very, very exciting. You're going to see a lot of characters that um, I can't announce, I won't announce, won't be on the poster, but you'll see them in the movie, uh, hopefully to give me, giving you some of that excitement, especially if you're a comic book fan. Um, you know, I've noticed when I've watched other movies and, and they, they have that cameo of somebody or they bring in that epic moment where somebody comes and saves the day We've definitely thought about all these moments. We have the fans in mind, but we also have the idea of almost like generic fans. We're, we're not trying to pander just to Batman fans. So if you know the generic plot of Batman, be prepared to learn more about Batman, uh, more about his Bat family, the dynamics and the psychology of why they do what they do and why they may not. 
And uh, yeah, it gets pretty intense. Really, really intense. So I don't have too much else to say about that right now. Uh, I'm very excited. Like I said, it's about a year away, but now we're going to start seeing some previews, some behind the scenes, uh, talking with different people that are involved in the project, getting their thoughts on it, and bringing some shit to life that I don't think I ever really expected. I'm really, really proud to be working with some people that know uh, know what they're doing really well. And it, it's, a, it's an honor and privilege to sit down and speak with people that care uh, about their passion and they have the the drive to create something that most people don't. You know, uh, what I also really appreciate and I think is beyond admirable is anybody who has a like daytime job, goes to their daytime job, works that and then shows up for a meeting or shows up for six or seven hours to work on something else or dedicates their weekends. Those people um, are rare in this world, but uh, I see you. I appreciate you if you're watching and you know who you are. Uh, really, really excited to be working alongside these people and show you what we got. Um, yeah, so that's going to be pretty much it for me today. Let me know in the comments what you'd like to see from Dark Knight Until Dawn. If we could give you some previews or exclusives. What do you want to see coming? Where do you want to see it? We'll definitely serve it to you. Uh, we're going to do some behind the scenes, which will have like interviews and some concepts without revealing too much of what's going on. But definitely some hidden Easter eggs all coming your way. So I want to thank you every, everybody for joining me today on Brandcast, of course. We're already up to 62 episodes. It's getting crazy out here. Um, for Wednesday, we're going to have Dad Bod on the, the podcast here. Uh, it's probably going to be a pre-recorded episode, meaning uh, whatever we talk about will be uh, the headlines that come out today slash tomorrow, I believe. Tomorrow in the morning, we'll be doing that maybe a little bit later. Uh, I have to chat with Dad Bod, uh, figure it out. But he's going to be playing his new single, if you haven't checked it out uh, already, called Bottom, uh, available on every single major streaming platform. But we'll have him on. We'll discuss some crazy things, some antics, and all that on the next Brandcast. All right, everybody, thanks for joining me today. Uh, like I said, have a great day. Be excellent to each other. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. I know you're going to dig this. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know you're going to dig this. I'm it. It's real. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley.